That was Panay Sewell uh, asking Lions fans to support them in San Francisco. I don't think that will be a problem. Not at all. It's been 66 years since the Lions won a playoff game on the road, and the win came against the 49ers in San Francisco to advance to the 1957 NFC NFL championship game. Let's bring in someone who knows a little thing or two about numbers. That's Cynthia Freeland, NFL Network Analytics expert. I'm going to ask you about numbers and all that stuff, but let's ask you about passion because you're from Okemos, Michigan, and you're pretty excited that this team is moving on. My voice sounds terrible this morning because I was sent here to Detroit. I'm actually still in Detroit to do the game. It's not, I, I usually stay in studio, so it was a really big deal that I got a chance that we were at the Elwood Bar and Grill, and I, I think I cried like these just little tiny happy tears of like, being so grateful to be around the atmosphere and see long-suffering Lions fans, little baby Lions fans, grandmas and moms and dad, like everyone came out. It was so special. I got to see many of my friends, many of my family members. So it was a very emotional day for, for everyone. How do you quantify this run? And you would know best because you're a fan yourself. I mean, you really can't just with the tears, the people who are interested. It's just, you can't put a number on it. No, that, I mean, look, like when I do analytics, all we're trying to do with that is be a tool in the tool set of every team, right? Teams have great, we thought Brad Holmes was awesome. He's doing his job well. You know, all of the coordinators are incredible. Actually, Dan Campbell, you know, and Jared Goff, like we made sure to name, name check all of them in their presser. So for example, you know, it, it, that's what analytics is, but the heart and the culture and the embodiment of the coach's personality to such a T that's not something I mean we don't measure it with analytics so you you just you can feel it though you know the the uh the, the power of Dan Campbell and what he has done here in the city of Detroit what he has said he was going to do with that team and how he was going to make that team embody the city how the city has been knocked down and come and came back up he has really done that and it has really uh tapped into the feelings of the fans and they believe him and so does this team <laughs> at his press conference yesterday by the way I was um the only reporter or part of the media I'm not a reporter so it's okay the was wearing a Lions fan and they were all so serious, you know, wearing a Lions sweatshirt. They were all so serious in the press room, and I'm sitting there be like, can we take shots? <laughs> Is there a shot ski somewhere? <laughs> I'm like, come on. I'm like, I, I understand. Like, listen, I'm a pro to whatever. I'm a very person. But this never happens. Can we, like, we can somebody, like, get us some shots? Like, what are we doing here? So, no, it was it was incredible. And the, the thing is, is we often hear a lot of rhetoric from coaches. You know, we have a lot of cool sound bites. We play them all the time on TV, you know, and they don't follow through, right? It's not necessarily because they don't want to follow through. It's just harder to actually do it than it is to say you're going to do it. So for what for Dan Campbell to really do the things that he set out to do, it's so refreshing, right? Like to be able to do it, to find the right people to it's not It's not like these other coaches, like I'd prefer losing, right? It's just that they don't have the trust amongst, the entire staff that you need to have and the ownership, by the way, right. that you need to have in order for the thing to all work out. And also there's a, there's a dash of luck that's mixed in there too, but you know, talent, skill, opportunity, preparation, all of it. And then a little bit of luck, it, it, it all works out. Well, the, the whole notion of grit, can you, I mean, you practice some pretty high level math there and some pretty high level analytics. 
Can you quantify how clutch this team is on third downs and that they find a way to execute? Yeah, I I think part of that is actually starting at the identity, right? Because to me, the thing, like analytics a lot of times we talk about like fourth down and like going for it and those decisions. It's it's kind of their identity to go for it. We see a lot of these fourth. I mean, giving the ball to Craig Reynolds, like that that is guts right there. Because mm-hmm. you know, or you Brock Wright on a third down. Yes. Exactly right. Like you know, it it's it's it just goes to show you that they have a, you know because it's not like that was the first time they've ever run that play right. Like it's it's like they're gonna they're gonna go to everyone in every position because that is the identity of the team. There's no. You know, they, they talked about it yesterday, like, you know, there's no, like, you know, it may, you don't need your stars to score. You know, the guys who are bona fide, you know, Amon Ross and Browns, but the other guys, it's, it's how they all work together. So it's really interesting to see that the identity kind of bears out in the math. You see it from, you know, the different blitz pick, pickups yesterday and the adjustments that were made to kind of, you know, in the second half to throw the ball more. I mean, Jared Goff, they had to come out. Running wasn't working in the first half. So the coach even said, he's like, we knew we had to, th- to throw against this Todd Bowles defense. Absolutely. So, you know, it's the adjustments and understanding. And th- it's really like finding those in-breaking routes on third down and figuring out, like, that Sam Laporta, you know, is actually really way ahead of schedule in terms of what we expect from a rookie tight end. Uh, Cynthia, I believe the Niners are touchdown favorites so far. The line has moved a bit. Um, what do you think is going to happen next week? Well, I, you know, look, I got a chance on Saturday night, I, you know, the, the, the jet lag here. I watched the game a couple of times, um, that San Francisco game, and there's some very beautiful concepts there. It's not like they came out, you know, I, it, and looked all worldly this last game. Every team has its pain points. I think that in terms of, you know, look, it's, it's a, you know, the same style that you face in the Rams, the Shanahan style, right? It actually is a Shanahan that is enacting it. But it's not like this Lions team is unfamiliar with dealing with, you know, they just came off of Sean McVay, right? So it's the style, and it's really going to be, to me, can that defense, just like they played yesterday, can they hold up for all four quarters, especially against some of the tricky things that happen with a Brandon Ayuk or, you know, you see these, deep crossers and that's been a been a pain point so we'll have to see if if the if the secondary can really continue what they did from this bucks game into that game do you think that the 49ers you know feel that you know okay it's the lions and it's 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 the lions and so they're coming here Mm -hmm. and we're we're in our in our home on our home field and you know do you do you think they may have some overconfidence in uh in uh san francisco it's certainly, I mean, they. It's certainly a David and Goliath type of story, and I even if even though none of them will say it in any of their pressers, I'm sure that they feel a little David and Goliathy. Little, they're they're a little They're probably a little Goliathing right now because, you know, it's it's like they've been here, you know, a lot. They've <laughs> we've seen Chiefs, 49ers just recently in Miami. So, I think they. I don't know if they are necessarily. I don't think they'd be looking past it, but I think that they probably thought that they're the best in the NFC, and they're probably like, "Well, what we just this is this is what we this is what we thought." You you you're, you're used to having a lot of celebrities show up uh, when when you're LA based. We, you saw that out on the West Coast, but are you kind of surprised at some of the luminaries we saw at Ford Field? No way, that is so Detroit. It is so like the amount of the amount of dedication to the city that we everyone 
that I've ever met that's a Detroit fan, a real one, like you are showing up because not only do you understand that you're watching something that hasn't happened in a long time and is very hard to achieve, but you're also like excited for the city. There's hope. There's, I don't know. It's, I'm not surprised people came out in droves because that's who, that's who these fans are. That's who the Lions fans are. Well, Cynthia, you represented so well Saturday and Sunday on the NFL Network. I, I enjoyed watching it so much just because Thank you. you you really, I mean, you did great analysis as you always do, but you also uh, you also represented it. We appreciate that. I found the sleepiest lion at the bar yesterday. <laughs> he was like a, a baby named Nicholas, and he was, you know, asleep. The bar was super loud, and he was less than one years old and he was dressed in a lion suit and we we're like we got to put him on tv he's the cutest thing ever so it just meant a lot to be able to help shine a light on that the fun and excitement and the energy that was in detroit yesterday well the nfc championship game next sunday lions at 49ers 6 30 p.m and if they find a way to get that done cynthia i believe you should have some shots I'm going to have, you know what? I actually had shots last night after, just not in that damn press room. I'm going to bring the shots to the press room. Okay. That happens. I don't, I don't care. I'll, I'll find a way to bring, I don't, I don't think you're allowed to do that, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to, I'm going to find a way. And so, she still showed up at 630. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you know it. Thank you so much. You, know you are all yeah, Lions fans this morning. We appreciate you. Cynthia Freeland, NFL Network analytics expert. Go Lions. If you're considering an electric vehicle, Consumers Energy can really help with that. With their Enhanced Power My Drive program, you can connect with an EV specialist, learn a lot more about driving electric, and discover available rebates and incentives to help cover the cost of installing that home charger and find the best electric rate for overnight charging to make your EV experience both efficient and money-saving. Their website can help you get started no matter where you are in your electric vehicle journey. Visit ConsumersEnergy.com slash EV to learn more.